For decades, TV has been an escape from our everyday life. We use reality TV to escape our jobs, children, and most of our responsibilities. Born out of the pandemic with two friends who became co-workers, I'm Greg. And I'm Demetria. Join, Join us, us to, to escape, escape reality. reality. Hello. Welcome back, everyone. Episode 81. 81. Here we go. Closer to 100. I mean, closer to death. Yes. Well, let's, you know, let's hope not for our. <laughs> How are you? What's new? I am good. Not much new. I've just been super into the world of basketball lately. So I've been trying to keep up with all my shows and keep up with what's going on in the basketball world of excitement. Um, I haven't watched anything really new. Um, this week at all i of course my 911s which i love so much i'm sorry um, i watched 911 regular before bed and i watched that psycho try to kill people and i like yes! destroyed my sleep yes it was so he was went from like being super normal to oddly like terrifying i kind of had a feeling cuz i was like how are they going to write these people in and out so quickly and then like they they did <laughs> yeah that i was like oh my god also so, how yeah. did chimney fight him after like being dead and alive for i mean like come on sir goodbye yeah. goodbye he he figured it out i was very impressed <laughs> very impressed so yeah just keeping up with that married at first sight wrapped up this week um oddly to my surprise all the couples decided to stay together which i did not see coming however next week is the reunion so we'll see if they actually did isn't one of them yeah. pregnant or something? Um, that was um, ninety day fiance or something. No, no. Um, <laughs> ultimatum. The ultimatum. Uh, one. The ultimatum. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. 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 What about you? Anything new? Um, nothing new. Just the normal stuff. And then obviously playoff basketball. The Warriors got destroyed last night in Memphis. Yes. I'm not okay with it. Mm-hmm. So well, we they get to bring can... it back to the bank. I know. We'll go home tomorrow. That's fine. We'll be happy. I need, we need Steve Kerr back. We don't need this backup. Like this isn't happening. Um, I'm the weird gay who switches between Bravo and basketball and sports. Hey, so yeah, I told like okay. my friends and I joke like my most like hardest day is uh, NFL playoffs versus like the Oscars, Golden Globes, like all of those award shows because I have to like go back and forth from the fashion to the football. Understandable. Um, but yeah, jumping into hot topics. Are you ready? I am ready. Let's do it. Okay. So this is all you. I mean, you're obsessed with Chriselle. <laughs> oh. the, so What's happening over there? So uh, on the reunion, um, you know, they had, they touched on the breakup with her and Jason and he was like clearly distraught. Clearly. I haven't watched it yet. I don't know if I'm going to. <laughs> yeah. So she, you know, so Tan's like, you know, are you dating? She's like, yes, I've met someone. It's very special to me. They, so of course, when you say they, it's like, oh, oh wait, what's going on here? Um, so she said, they are really special to me. Um, the name G Flip. Okay. Never heard of it. Don't know. Don't know G Flip. I don't know. They're a drummer, apparently. Um, that's also a rapper. I thought she was a DJ. Uh, or Sorry. I thought, thought they were a DJ. Right. Don't know. However, they just came out with a music video today that they were not DJing in. They were rapping. So I don't know. Um, Chriselle stars in it with them as well. Um, Obviously. They make, out, they make out in the video. Yeah. Um, they're living together. Chriselle's tattooing them. Like, I, I don't know what's happening. I, if if she, if she's happy, great, good for you, Chriselle. But it all just seems to be a little crazy. Interesting. It, it seems a little fast, I should say. A little quick. Everything's just. But hey, you know, to each his own. I mean, I think her. My confusion is like her focus is a baby. Correct. And like, I don't know if this is gonna get her there. Well, and that was the thing that Maya brought up at the reunion. And Chriselle's like, well, I can still have a baby with a partner. You know, like if this 27-year-old DJ is willing to be my partner, I can go and get, you know, the semen and have a baby, whatever. But they're like living together. I mean, like they're like going for it. Yeah. And she's 40. I, don't, I just, I don't, I, I'm just. Meanwhile, not. poor Jason was just sitting there like with this pained, distraught look on his face. It was it was hard to watch. I mean, you know it's rough when you turn somebody into a lesbian. <laughs> yeah, right. 
Uh, I just like, how do you move in together? Like she's 13 years younger. 13 years is a long time. Absolutely. Absolutely. And like, this is the, like, this is the lifestyle that you want to raise a kid in like a DJ traveling. Like what? I just, I'm not, I I think it's for publicity. I've never liked Christian. We've talked about this. Right. I don't get her. I, I I just don't. No, I get it. It doesn't add up. Um, jump, jumping on over to Miami, Bienvenido a Miami. Yes. Um, also, I had that album when I was like, w- like getting jiggy with it, whatever, Will Smith. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, I feel like I was too young to be getting jiggy with it. Possibly you were. I never had the album. <laughs> you didn't have I, the album? Oh. No, I, I wasn't. That wasn't my jam. His song Miami is so good. It is good, like, but it wasn't something I would want to like drive around and play. So... <laughs> No. I mean, clearly I was 12 years old and getting jiggy right. with it. Yes. No. <laughs> um, anyway, so we're in Miami and Lisa and Lenny are having some marital troubles. Oh boy. So there's been rumors. They're like, there's a big divorce coming. It's going to happen on camera. And this would be the second divorce because we obviously know Ashley's divorcing Michael on Potomac. Mm-hmm. Um, so Miami is currently filming there's going to be this massive divorce. It must be Lenny and Lisa. Like there's really no other option. Larsa's single. Alexia just got married. Um, Marisol just got married. Like it didn't make sense, right? It had to be Lisa and Lenny. Right. Well, so then the news comes out that the new nightclub gala opened in Miami and Lenny was there with a young model, (laughs) probably who he performed surgeries on most likely. And Lisa and Larsa showed up at 1.30 a.m. to confront Lenny. And my favorite quote of the whole article was, drinks were thrown. Uh, I would imagine so. We all know Larsa has a temper as well. But then he went to page six and said, all of this is untrue. I think it's true. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say it's probably true. You just don't want to look bad. So you're just trying to get ahead of it. But I'm going to say I'm pretty sure it's true. Why would you deny it? And then like they're going to have to announce the divorce or something at some point, right? Like it's going to have to happen. Yes. So then you'd look like you lied then for the divorce. I don't know. Yeah, it's all. (laughs) Yeah, no. And we'll wrap up Hot Topics today with some Orange County rumors. Oh, so let's hear we're, it. We're hearing that five of the current housewives have received contracts. Those five are Heather, Shannon, Jen, Dr. Jen, Emily, and Noella. Ew. And supposedly Gina is being offered a friend of role. Apparently, Shannon and Tamara have reconciled, and Tamara's trying to weasel her way back onto the show, which I don't want. No. Um, and then apparently, producers have met with Alexis Bellino, no longer Bellino, clearly, because she's married to some guy now. But um, she's also been interviewed for the new season. What do you think? I would much rather Tamara than Noella. I'm shocked that Noella got. I mean, I will say that when it comes to housewives, she has a storyline, right? Like now this is going to be single Noella and like she could drive the storyline forward. Mm. Whereas I feel like Gina's storyline is just kind of like, great, you've got six kids in a townhouse. Like what, what's next for Gina? Yeah. No, I get it, but I still prefer her. Yeah. Noella just for me didn't bring anything that made me be like, God, I can't wait to see what happens with her next. I mean, I'm shocked that Dr. Jen, like, I, I'm also taking, shocked about that. Yes. I'm taking this with a grain of salt, I think, because I think it's very early. They supposedly they want to start filming in June. Um, but I, like we have Dubai, we have so many things coming up that I'm shocked that they would like rush these decisions to get OC on the on the calendar, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I don't foresee Tamara coming back. I mean, I, she is a fan favorite. Like, I I don't get it. Um, but yeah, I'm very intrigued. I'll, interesting to see like how this will all play out with OC. Yeah, I mean, interesting that there the conversations is even that there's another season, right? Like we would deduce from what happened that like this could end pretty easily. Absolutely agreed. So, um, yeah. yeah. Anything else on hot topics for you? No. 
Awesome. So today we're going to cover Real Housewives, Real Housewives of Atlanta. We're going to jump into some Kardashians episode five, Candy and the Gang finale, uh, Jersey reunion part two, and then Beverly Hills premiere. Like what an episode 81 has turned out to be. Absolutely. Uh, where should we start? Let's get into some Atlanta. Okay. Um, I am blown away that Sheree and Mar- Sheree and Kenya can be in Sheree's house together and like be friends. Absolutely. I was shocked by that. I, I like, I, cause I'm, I think I told you this, like I watched episode season 10 back at one point, like mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. And like, that was when Sheree debuted Chateau Sheree. And that's when Kenya went to the basement and like pulled all the yes. shit and Kim got involved, whatever. Yes. Um, I'm just blown away that they can just like coexist just as a duo inside Sheree's house. No, definitely. It showed, I mean, definitely was growth because they couldn't even stand each other. Yeah. And then like the whole Marlo thing, I don't get it. Like, I don't understand why they're all friends. It's weird to me, but I mean, well, friendship because they all want a paycheck. Yeah. Well, I mean, who doesn't? Yes. Um, and then Sheree reveals the assistant drama with Drew where Drew and Kenya. Drew and Sheree. Sheree. Oh, sorry. Kenya reveals that Drew yes. and Sheree were sharing an assistant and yes. he was playing both sides. Right. Got it. Um, so Drew has a personal chef. Apparently what is, so. What does Ralph do? I don't know what Ralph does, but I feel like she doesn't do enough to have a chef. That she This is easily... one of those housewives that I'm like, where, where is the money coming from? Yes. Like this is a Jen Shaw situation. Like call the FBI. <laughs> Something's not right. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, I don't know what she, I know she has had a lot of acting jobs. I don't know any of them in the recent time that she's been in, but she was on the game or something. Yeah. She was on the game. Um, and she's been in a few other things, but I mean, nothing to where it'd be like, you just have money stacked Yeah. to where you'd have a chef. Like a personal chef, this house, like, the tummy tuck, the body, whatever. Like I, I all I, it just seems like your spending is outweighing your income. Yeah. And we no, have no idea what Ralph does. No, we don't. Um her the assistant was a lot. The assistant was definitely a lot, yes. He is he belongs on Candy and the Gang. Candy working, working the basement of fucking OLG. Yeah, no, Candy's <laughs> face like was priceless and said it all. When he introduced himself. And he's like, I resent you. Like, sir, sit down. You are like, here's what, here's what my issue with this is like, you're blurring the line. Like you actually are an employee of Drew. Yes. So you should not be speaking to Drew's friends that way when you are technically an employee. Absolutely agree. Um, Are Candy and Todd hoarders? Um, I, I mean, I don't know if it's just, they had everything like that's their storage or, but they were like what? the guest house and then the pool, like everything was being stored everywhere. Yeah. I don't, I think I don't they're know. hoarders. I mean, it's possible. Anything is possible. How are you that wealthy and you're a hoarder? Well, you have money to buy lots of things to hoard. <laughs> it's like the guest house they used to use all the time. And now it's like filled with shit. Well, I don't know if it's filled because they're remodeling other parts. Like I didn't get that part. So I don't really know. I also, they probably get a ton of free shit all the time. Oh, I'm sure. And they probably just like here, throw it in the guest house. Like we'll just open it later and we'll open this popcorn air popper or whatever. Like, yeah. We don't need this currently. Right. Um, and then Todd reveals that he kept his Jersey crib when him and his ex split up because she stopped paying so he kept paying and now he owns it outright. Yes. But Candy wants nothing to do with it. Well, yeah, no. She just is like, I don't want, why would I want to stay there or live there with someone other woman's house? But I mean, if you redo it, it's yours now. I mean, how long ago was that? Like, I don't know. I just it had to be like, a long time ago because yeah. they've been married for a while. Like, would that, would that upset you in a relationship if you're like, oh, he's got this, like, love nest in Jersey from 12 years ago? No. Yeah, I don't. It's been clearly that long they haven't lived there. I would just fix it up the way I want it. I mean, I don't want to live in Jersey because it's New Jersey. Well, <laughs> it has nothing to yes. do with Todd's love nest. Also that. Yes. 
Um, Candy and Marlo meet up. Marlo really reaches out here and she says that she needs the support of the group and she doesn't feel like she's getting it. Yeah, understandable, but you can't reach out when you haven't had these relationships and then expect them to like do this. Well, and she's a very fair weather friend. Right. You have to build that to get that kind of like support. And she's super shady. So it's like, how do you be her friend? Correct. And support her, but know that like she's going to shade you in the long run. Yeah. No, I agree. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like jumping at the chance because you're going to put yourself out there and then she usually burns you. Well, it's funny. What I thought during the scene was like, why is she reaching out to Candy? And then I was like, well, her and Kenya have always had beef. And from what watch, I think one of them on Watch Happens Live, like they're currently beefing again. So like you don't have Kenya. You don't have Sheree. I don't know. I just don't know where I it's weird. Cause I, I always like thought of Marlo as Nini's friend. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So it's weird to like, think of like how she fits into this dynamic. Yeah. No, I agree. You know, and Sonia's getting a ton of screen time. They're really pushing her. Yeah. I like her so far. I'm shocked. I like her too, but I was just like yeah. interested, like as a newbie, she's getting a lot of screen time. Yeah. Um, and we wrap up the episode with Ralph and he throws this over the top date night, which just screams guilty of something. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, let me send you flowers. Let me go way over the top because I probably got a massage from my assistant. Yes, correct. Is that your type of date night? Like, would you enjoy that? No, absolutely not. I mean, I, I don't, I don't need she all that extra. Fa- she looked fantastic. No, she did. I mean, it was, it was very nice. I just don't need all of that. Like, I mean, yeah, maybe once in a lifetime, that would be like a surprise, but no, I mean, the nice dinner in itself is worth it to me. Well, they ruined it by telling yes. each other they were going to schedule each other a therapy session to talk about <laughs> the other person. Yes. Followed by calling each other maniacs. <laughs> no, she said, she said, the therapist called you a maniac. Right. And which, then read him the definition of a maniac. Like you're in healthcare, which is there's got to be some sort of HIPAA privacy of her. Yes. Yes. I However, mean, if you're signing, if you're signing your right to film it and to discuss anything, then. I just don't know how you did that to your spouse. <laughs> You're a yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that was I was overwhelmed at that well, whole scene. She breaks into tears. He calls her a maniac. I mean, I think they're both maniacs. I I'm not ready to watch the implosion of this marriage. No, but I think we're about to. <sighs> what? Why do these women film when they like? Do you not see this coming? I mean, I think that their relationship has just been like this for so long that this is normal life for her. And so she's just like, I'm just going to keep filming because it's not going to be any different. Well, do you also think the filming is like giving her a platform for herself and her career and all of that? Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. She's probably booking more gigs this way, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think she's stunning. I don't like, I, I don't, she's beautiful to me. And yeah, I just don't is. like understand why, like the way he speaks, it's very condescending. It's very gaslighting. Like the, the way he speaks to her is just like absurd. No, I get it. Ugh, I agree. I don't know why. I mean, I, I couldn't deal with it as long as she has dealt with it. No. I mean, but you also have young kids. So it's like, what are you going to do? Like take your kids and just leave? Yes. <laughs> okay. Probably Absolutely. not the answer we were looking for here, Demetria. Yes. You have money. You'll be fine. Get out. Pack up that pack and play and get on the road. Correct. You can live in the Chateau Charest basement. That basement Peach. is fancy. It is really nice. Why she would you need it, like a nightclub though? Like she entertains. I mean, I don't think I'd ever entertain that much to have like a full on bar. Who's going to work the bar? Uh, that I don't know. You and me. I mean, yeah. If I was throwing a party, <laughs> she could hire me. Uh, where should we go from here? Um, let's jump into a little Kardashians. Oh, okay, so I find it hilarious that Kim's like the crux of her birthday was a text message from Madonna. Okay, well, let me just say this because her and I are the same age. 
that would be like the highlight of my life if Madonna texts me on my birthday. Yes. However, she's Kim Kardashian. Like she's met the most like ridiculous people Absolutely, in the entire but, world. I mean, you're still a fan. Like a fan yeah. is a fan. And at our age group, Madonna was like it from little, like what, maybe six till high school almost. That's so funny. So that's a big deal if Madonna has your phone <laughs> number and is texting you happy birthday. Total side note. Did you see the preview for Rebel Wilson's new show on Netflix called Senior Year? No, I haven't. Okay, so she is a cheerleader. She falls. She gets like amnesia, a coma, whatever. She wakes up 20 years later. She's Rebel Wilson, but she wants to go back to finish high school to like see what was she missed kind of thing. Okay. And so total side note, but she pokes up a Rolling Stone. And she goes, Lady Gaga, is this Madonna now? And it was like, oh, it's like I was like, oh, yeah, like I mean, that would be yeah, the Madonna in a way. younger version for sure. Yes, absolutely. Um, I just thought it was funny that like, that was her crux. Like she's met the most influential people in the entire world, presidents and world leaders. Like it's crazy to me that like Madonna struck that chord for her. Yeah, no, it wasn't shocking for me. Cause that's, I mean, that's do our, you, do you think Madonna texts in a fake British accent? Um, no, no I don't think so. <laughs> she just speaks in it. I think, yeah, it's probably normal. Probably. Normal. How's your girl, Brittany, by the way, <sighs> everyone. Talk, I don't, I don't have the time today to get into what's happening with Brittany. I saw her on a weight she, runner. She's just, uh, this week she's been unraveling and I don't have the time to even open this can of worms today. <laughs> she's, a- the posts this week have been alarming. <laughs> I, I just cannot. I heard she had a fashion show with no fashions. Yeah. It, uh... Um, I did read that there was like a poll on BuzzFeed and it was like Britney fans concerned or like celebratory and i was like i think we're concerned <laughs> i think we're uh, like, i am definitely there's concerned. no celebrating like britney is off the rocker no no i'm definitely concerned um so we talk about courtney a little bit back to the kardashians sorry as we always sidetrack um we talk about courtney a little bit she stepped on her ring which i don't think is like that big of a deal did you i didn't but she broke it which i was trying to then figure out what exactly on it broke because it looked like a very expensive but sturdy ring I mean, so, it probably like the ring, like the soldering from like the the ring to like the diamond setting. Probably, I don't know. Yeah, so that's all. I was just trying to figure out like what exactly happened to it. What I did like about this conversation, and she, I, I've never f- saw this side of her, and I've never realized this with Scott. But she said, "Is like her and Travis are creating new life moments mm-hmm. and life events, and like that doesn't include Scott." Yeah. And understandable. I, uh, this finally clicked with me. I was like, wow, like I didn't think about it, like their first Christmas or their engagement or whatever it may be. And like those events in her life and with Travis can't include Scott because this doesn't yeah. make sense. Understandable. And we'll talk about how Scott handles this a little bit later on. But mm. um, Kim, Kim opens up about Kanye. She's finally dressing herself. Yeah, she's doing great, I think. I mean, she's doing a lot of like full on cover ups, I think, which is a lot uh, odd. Um, I'm also blown away that Kanye texted her. I can't believe you wore that. Your career is over. Well, that's his way of trying to manipulate the control to keep her because as long as she needs him for something, he still has that hold. Once she said, you're no longer dressing me, that let you let go of the hold right there. But like, how can she not like afford the like best stylist in the world? Oh, of course she can. But he was doing that with even just her going out like everyday looks. Yeah, she wore that dress to like the late show or something. And I mean, the dress looked fine, whatever, who cares? Like, here's the thing is that she's at a level where what she wears will be iconic, regardless if it was iconic before she wore it. Like skims, like people like people wear the skims and shit like out and about and like do whatever their thing. And like, people wouldn't have done that before. No. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. I just, I think it's great. Like your career is over. <laughs> like, and, and especially because that outfit wasn't terrible. Like no, I and her was- career is way more than one outfit. Absolutely. And, it, <laughs> and, and coming from the guy who dresses like he's wearing a garbage bag and fishing boots every day. I think it'll be fine. Okay, are you ready for the most awkward conversation? Oh, not the second most awkward. I think the first one is probably the Kendall and Scott. But 
So Chris invites Scott to Maria's Marie's diner, whatever, for a B-Day lunch. And Scott decides to dig a little bit deeper about the B-Day dinner that mm-hmm. he's not invited to. Correct. It is so awkward. That was painful to watch because you could tell as soon as he was like, well, wh- what do you mean? And she's like, this is it. This is my birthday lunch celebration. And he's like, wait, what? Like you could tell. Well, that- he was getting little tidbits. Right. And then putting the puzzle pieces together and be like, wait a minute. <laughs> right. And, you know, I mean, he said, like you said, when my parents died, that you're my blood family, like you're my family. So wh- what's going on? Which I understood. I mean, I get that it's hard, but I think he also needs to like respect the blood boundary. Like there, it almost feels like, and this is total speculation, but I feel like he wants to be involved. So he has the information and like, he'll be like, Oh, I know where Courtney was on the 18th. She was at the birthday party. Like I, it almost feels like he just wants like, the timeline of things. I don't know. Like, it just feels like he's too invested in their relationship to me. Beyond co-parenting, beyond being like a good friend slash ex, whatever. Like, it just seems like he was like too involved. Um, yes. Here's the thing. Yeah. Um, I think when you're so used to one thing, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. And he has been a part, a big part of their family with the kids. They go on all the vacations, all the holidays. So when that changes, I think he just is confused. Yeah. I also like, why? think that the relationship transcended their bond, right? Like he said, I'm family, I'm your son, whatever. And I think that he has lost that piece to think, oh, it reverts back when we're not together. I'm not as important because I'm not blood, unfortunately. Sure. Sure. And I think that they've always been gracious because he has no family at all. So they're trying to be gracious and be like, yes. And, And I don't think they're trying to say you're no longer a part of the family, but. They also have to respect the boundaries Courtney sets because typically it is her family. Yeah. Well, the birthday ends up being a house tour. Scott is invited. I don't think Courtney like truly cares. I think Courtney doesn't want to hold back of what's going on between her and Travis in front of Scott. Yes. And, and I think that that's a reasonable like concern. Yeah. Um, so she, Chris does his whole house tour. How did Chris's house get finished before Chloe's? Because she's Chris Jenner and she probably told him like, you wait on hers and you get mine done. I mean, you know you're important when Ellen fucking DeGeneres shows up to your birthday house tour. They're BFFs. I know, but like Ellen loves architecture, like all that. Like oh, Ellen yeah. was like, the, like, she was not missing this. <clears throat> no, absolutely. Um, the house is incredible. Not shocking. The front door is like stunning. Oh, it was beautiful. The whole thing was just beautiful. Um, Scott does arrive. So this is why I feel this way. He was on his phone he tried to make himself important instead of blending into the party. Mm-hmm. And he made a point to go to Travis and Courtney. He made a point to like gather Mindy Weiss and all of that. Like, I, I, I don't feel as though he just went, he goes with the flow ever. Does that make sense? Yeah. But he did make the gesture to go up and say, congratulations. Yeah, no, totally. But I think like for him, it wasn't a gesture of saying congratulations because Courtney was like, you already said that. He's like, but I didn't say it to you together. Like right. for him, it's not because he wants to say congratulations. For him, it's like I, he wants to say that he said congratulations. Does that make sense? I mean, I also just think it's a very awkward situation and you just kind of are doing the best you can in the moment because I don't know how. I mean, I would be super uncomfortable. I don't know how I would handle it. Do you believe in like <clears throat> loves of your life not lining up like that Courtney could be the love of his life, but he's not the love of Courtney's life. Absolutely. absolutely. Oh, you do believe in that. Yes. So you don't believe in like everyone's like click soulmate meant to be together, whatever. No, because you can have a soulmate and be on that page of yes, we're soulmates, but you could also have like a love. Like I believe I had a soulmate, but I could still find the love of my life. Oh, interesting. Okay. 
like Chriselle. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because sometimes your soulmate is not always, you know, sometimes it doesn't always align in the right ways or sometimes things happen. Yeah. So you don't want to believe that. Like for me, I had my soulmate and then he died and now I'm, that's it. You know, it's anything's possible. Well, and I know with my, my like my mom, it's been 35 years mm-hmm. and like she talks about my dad every single day. Yeah, absolutely. So it's like, uh, that doesn't change. It no. Just, yeah. You compartmentalize you, almost. Absolutely. But I think yeah. sometimes you could meet someone and it's like, it's a different type of love that ends up being like the love of your life. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I'm who down knows? With that. I'm down with that. Um, and then we wrap up the episode, Scott, Kendall, and mind you, Kendall was in Miami. She wasn't involved in any of this. Kendall shows up, Kendall, Chris, and Scott, and it gets ugly. And that now I feel like, now it feels like he's trying to burn a bridge to prove a point. No, I think he's just lashing out at this yeah. point. I think he's just angry and frustrated and feeling like no one is including him. And so now he's just going to take it out on you. But you have to like, I think two things. I think you have to realize that no matter what you want, no matter what they want, the relationship has changed, right? Like no one wanted this. However, that's the reality of the relationship. You're not blood. Courtney is blood. She's in a relationship. She's uncomfortable. Like you have, we can't cut Courtney out. Right. No, I I get it. I fault him for that. But I also fault him because- I will say like when he's with Sophia Richie or when he's with these models and these women, it seems like his attitude is very different. Whereas like when he's single and sulking and all that, he's very dependent on them and he's very sulky, like where he's very like outwardly emotional, but when things are good and he's dating a 22 year old or a 27 year old, whatever it may be right now, then he doesn't need them as much. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I get it. So I, I I just think that like, I think that's also like Courtney said, like he didn't put in the work. That's part of you like growing up and realizing like, if you want to be part of this family, like you need to make those changes and not run off for six months with some girl in the Maldives and then come back. Like you never left. Yeah. Cool. Cause when he was with Sophia and he was all happy and all that, whatever, like he wasn't as burned by the family. I feel. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yes. But I think that it was kind of in a place where he had her. And I think even though he had her, he knew that wasn't going to be it. Like they weren't going to get married or end up together. And Courtney wasn't attached to anybody. So the possibility was still there. Yeah. He was still included. He was still allowed to come to everything. There wasn't anything in the way. Got it. Where should we go from here? Are you ready? Yeah, let's do some um, Candy in the Gang. Oh, the finale. Uh, Um, That is a wild bunch of people. That's all I'm going to say. Can we hire Peppermint? Oh. P-E-P-M-E-N-T. Peppermint. Yeah, that. uh, I don't know if she's the next Cardi or Nikki by any means. I'm going to say no, but you know, (laughs) um, definitely entertaining. Yeah, she had some bars, but not really. Um, the whole point of Friday Night Vibe was for like Torin to get his groove back and prove to Candy and Todd. However, Patrick has other ideas. Patrick wants this to be his proposal. Yes. Um, um, you know, Todd said it best. You're going to propose to your lady in the parking lot where you park cars. When, when, when was the last time you partied in a parking lot with a dance floor? Never. I don't yeah, believe I, I ever is have. Is this like, I, I don't, I mean, I don't want to be bougie. Like, I just don't know if this is a thing I've ever experienced. I have never experienced it, nor do I want to get engaged in a <laughs> <laughs> I mean, take her where you work. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, we deep dive into Shardo's drinking. I don't think we, any of us realized how bad his drinking was. No, I mean, we didn't get enough screen time of Shardo to know that. So I kind of felt like, wait, why are you just throwing this in here now that there's all these issues? Well, and also, why does Brian keep wine in his closet? Just in case. You never know. I knew a girl who kept wine in her closet, but she was hiding it from her mom. So she'd go to her room and drink. 
And then like, cannot be like, oh, I'm sober. I'm just having a good day. Well, but like, <laughs> as we know, to some of his friends, he's making it like he's sober and he's on the mend. Oh. So maybe, you know. I was also thinking like roommates, like, is he hiding it from his roommates who they don't oh, drink it? Well, maybe that too. Um, Patrick and his mom have a really sweet moment. They're really cute. So she's Nora's daughter. Mm-hmm. But she's not really featured all that much. No. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I mean, so we find out he did propose prior to this to someone else. Yes. Which he said this in the lot when he was talking to the other women, and they were like, well, that one wasn't right. Oh. <laughs> I mean, do you think this is right? You think Safari is the one? I mean, they seem to really, you know, both love each other. They seem to have a thing, even though, you know, they everybody says he's whipped, and maybe it balances them out. Yeah. Uh, we get to the party. Don Juan and Torin get into it over, wait for it, carafts. Yes. <laughs> so Don't be Don, calling him for, <laughs> to go get some carafts. Don Juan says, do you need any help? Torin says, yes, I need help. I need carafts for the alcohol. And Don Juan says, I'm paid too much to get you carafts. Yes, but then what why is- did you ask? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What did you think he was going to say? Like, yeah, I need you to come like work the door. Like, I don't. Don Juan yeah, I, is I... dramatic, by the way. Well, yes, he is. They all are. So it works perfect. Uh, Brian is the host of Friday Night Vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, he got a new wig on. He looking good. He's out here. And then Shandrika throws Shardo under the bus. I was super surprised by that. I don't think she has alliances to anyone really, except for Dominique. No. And his look on his face was like, okay. Like he didn't look shocked that she did it either. (laughs) Well, Shardo gets fired. (laughs) Yes. Shardo, you're fired. And he didn't even seem to mind because he stayed and had a drink. Yeah, he, I mean, he was probably drunk, first of all. Second of all, I think that that is not the appropriate way to fire somebody. No. You might want to, like, call them into the office, like, give them a write-up, maybe something along those lines. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure that firing them drunk at a party is, like, the best avenue. But um, adios, Shardo. We're sorry that you have a drinking problem. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully that gets... <laughs> addressed (laughs) and then finally we have the proposal i was impressed patrick changed outfits like he was ready he was committed like he was there for it he was he was that was good 100 um that's it on candy the game that we didn't get a reunion they it it was a brief reunion yeah the five of them on watch what happens live they all all still work there which is interesting um yeah, I mean, I, I bet you they'll probably get a season two. The ratings were yeah. mediocre. They weren't terrible. They weren't great, obviously. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm here for it. It was a, it was a lighthearted, good drama, great cast. The cast was yes. great. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, so I was in, I was impressed with what Kenny did. It was way better than Porsche Family Values. Yes. And I only watched half of Karen's family reunion at the farm. I didn't. So I, couldn't I didn't even do it. Couldn't even do it. That was that was way too much for me. That might have just might as well have been like a cotillion for Karen Huger coming home. Co- correct. <laughs> um, anything else on Candy and the Gang? No. No. Where should we go from here? Uh, let's jump into this New Jersey uh, reunion part two. I'm going to need you to start with this sibling. I can't. Yes. So we left off last week where obviously, you know, Teresa and Joe are having this big blowout. Um, she co-signed what Jennifer Aiden said about him being a bitch boy. He storms off and says, I quit. So he goes into the back and all the guys are standing there going, what happened? What happened? And he's like, nope, I'm done with this. Like, obviously, this is what I get for trying to, like, be there, be a part of it. I've been on the show. I'm trying to take up for her. If I don't take up for her, she doesn't say this. So him and Louie are kind of going back and forth. All the men are just trying to figure out what happens. So then Andy's like, no, Joe Benigno get- is watching all of it, by the way. Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> so then Andy's telling Teresa, like, no, you need to go and like get him, like get him back. We've got to do this. And so Teresa's like, okay, fine. So she goes back there and it's like, what? What happened? I don't know. Like, babe, babe, it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's like, no, you're an asshole. 
You were just a big asshole to your brother who, if he would have treated you like that, would have been World War like 25 times like infinity bombs dropped if he would have ever treated you like that. It's just crazy that like she only listens to Andy Cohen. Yes. Yes. He's her life advisor. (laughs) I mean, it's just ridiculous. And she'll do whatever he says. He's like, do this, do that, do that. She's like, okay, okay, I'll apologize. I'll get it back. Okay, I got it, whatever. And she did. And so, you know, he didn't come back out, obviously, because it wasn't their time. But it was just crazy at that moment. Like, she still just doesn't get it. I just like, at what point do you accept your brother and accept your sister-in-law? Like, Melissa's not going anywhere. Just move on. Like, I just don't get it. No, I also hate I, I Teresa Judice. You know this. Well, I do too. I hated her even more after this whole interaction. Um, she's just awful. She's just awful. How about she did apologize to Joe? No, Shocking, shockingly, she did give an apology, which I was shocked by, but only when Andy made her. <laughs> yes, thank you, Andy, for doing that. Um, are you shocked that Frank lives with David? No, because I feel like that they were in love the whole time. I mean, it's just insane that he moved to the house. Dolores moved to the house. He moved out of the house. And now he lives with David, her ex-boyfriend. In the house that she helped build and remodel is to her specifications. By the I mean, way. I know he lived there when he was injured. Yes. But like just wild that like now you just moved in with David who like, you know, Dolores is still hurt. Well, yes, especially because David refuses to even acknowledge her. Yeah. I just, it's mind blowing. Yes. Um, And then we find out that Louis ended up ghost. So David's new girlfriend, which we knew David was dating a girl that Louis dated previously to Teresa. Yes. Well, now it turns out that that woman was ghosted by Louis after he met Teresa. So he was like actively dating her until he didn't need her anymore. And now she's dating David. Yes. Do you think she wants to be on the show? <laughs> God, if she does, that's like TV gold. It sounds like she wants to be on the TV. Um, Teresa stands up and says, mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the most beautiful of them all? Uh, I hate her. I do too. She's disgusting. <sighs> I like even the whole cast was like, what are you doing? Like, why are you like, she's so weird. Yeah. That moment was not needed. Um, Jackie admits that she has gained weight and then Teresa issues another apology. That's mostly just, I'm sorry, but you did this or, but you like, she doesn't take responsibility still. I mean, I think Jackie looks good with a little bit of weight. She does. I think she looks great. I think she should keep it like that. I know it's a mental thing for her. And it doesn't feel like that, but I think she looks awesome. And like her cheeks a little bit fuller, like her yes. chest looks a little bit fuller. Like she just looks like overall healthier. No, she looks good. What do you think about the reports that she's being demoted? I mean, it's, I could see that, but I think that she still brings a little something to it. So I don't think she should be totally off, but I mean, she doesn't bring like the same fire as, as the rest of the ladies. Well, supposedly it was going to be Dolores. Oh, really? Yeah, because she doesn't she doesn't want to showcase Polly or whatever. So supposedly oh. that was the plan. And then like it kind of just made sense. Like she hasn't really done much. And then with Polly now wanting to film and Dolores going after Jen at the reunion, they were like, oh, Dolores is back in. Oh. But I guess we're getting some new blood too. I wonder if Tracy will be back. Well, and it'll be interesting to see the dynamic between Dolores and Teresa now after the whole um engagement party yes that yeah yes. i mean at some point Teresa's alliances have to crumble right and then she can just leave the show hopefully for all of our sakes <laughs> i would pray for that <laughs> um this was actually interesting so we we like dredged up all the gen stuff with the cheating and melissa said to her you knew you had skeletons, so why go on the show knowing full well that this is going to come out at some point? And it's interesting because a lot of the women do this, and it's almost like they choose the Insta fame yeah. over their well-being or their secrets or whatever it may be. I mean, 
Yeah, no, I, I see it. And I, I get, I get like a lot of people want to take this platform to like springboard their career or what's next or a spinoff or whatever. Um, I, I don't think Jackie has that, but all the other women, I mean, they've kept it going. I just think Teresa's days are done to me. <sighs> They're not, I wish they were, but I, I don't, I don't see it because I think she still has this like stupid, A, Andy loves her, which is absurd. And B, she has this like stupid fan base that thinks she's like the OG of Jersey. Like, ugh. which is funny because looking back at all these clips, she wasn't even the star until season two or three when Caroline left and Melissa came on. Melissa made her the star because their family drama was the center of it all. Well, it yes, did. because that in itself was such a scene of stripper gate. I know Melissa. She used to dance for me. That guy. That guy. Oh, was that crazy. guy. He was gross. Um, he was gross. But it's funny because like Caroline Manzo was cast as the lead, and she she was a lead. Yeah. Well, because you know they had Dina, and then Dina was tied to Teresa, and then Jacqueline was tied to Caroline, and then Danielle was tied to Jacqueline. It was just like yeah. But it's funny Absolutely. that Teresa has this mindset, even though she wasn't initially the star of the show. Right. But I guess because she withstood it and, and is the last man standing, she thinks she has the control. Ugh, I know. But I don't. I agree. Disagree. Where's Kathy Wakili? <sighs> now I love Bring her. Bring her out. <laughs> Bring her and Rosie. Rosie. Um, so then Jen has her receipts about her crook comment. And her receipts are like posters. <laughs> and she said, this was retaliation. This is why I said it. Here's all the receipts. Like that doesn't negate what you said. Like, I don't, you're pulling a Teresa like, well, I wouldn't have said it if you wouldn't have pushed me to say it. Like, no, ma'am, you chose to say this. You're wrong. I hate that. I hate that shit. I think that Jen is one of those people that we all know and we all have experienced that just no matter what is going to find any excuse to not be wrong or not say she's. So you're saying she's a narcissist. Absolutely. <laughs> like she, she. You know what? Yeah, I did that. It was not right. And I'm just going to take accountability. You actually have examples for why you called someone a crook by way of posters to try to prove a point. Totally. Um, so to wrap up the episode, we have Jen versus Marge. They're yelling. And then Jen says, you're a woman shamer. I, they were just like going back and forth. And if, because you cheated and all of this stuff, like, I don't think that anyone's woman shaming. I think that Marge was the perpetrator in her affair but then Jen was the victim in her effect. Like there's no, that there, you can't compare the two. It doesn't make sense. Uh, and then Marge, they follow up with Marge's comment when she did say, which was like totally inappropriate, but she said the first time that Joe and I had sex, he had to wash my stench off of him so he could go home to his wife which is just in very poor taste. Um, and then finally with Dolores, we have Dolores and uh, she says about Jen, so the whole Jen thing, Jen, Teresa, Marge, yelling, yelling, yelling. And then Dolores says, look what happens when you're friends with her, like blaming Jen for all of this. I mean, yes, I, but I think that that's what happens every time. I just. I'm shocked that, that Dolores turned her back on then. No, no. And I think that Dolores in her own little way is starting to finally figure it out. Like her loyalty still lies with Teresa. And I think it always will because Teresa has, they, they have like history from what, like high school. But I think she's finally starting to see like the puzzle pieces of, okay, like this is, I'm kind of, she left me out of this 
party because I'm not a couple. Like she's starting to see the shady. And then when Jen turned on her and then Jen started acting like that, she's like, okay, now this has become a bigger problem because now Jen's doing it and Teresa's co-signing it. My favorite Jen, my favorite Dolores quote, welcome back scumbag. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, and I love Dolores because Dolores has always kept it real and been honest. Yeah, for sure. Are you ready to jump into the Beverly Hills premiere? Yes. I so, was go. waited for this all day yesterday. I was so excited. I was sending you little pictures of the fabulousness. Like, I could not wait. So I love Lisa Rinna's tagline. It says, karma is a bitch and so am I, but I'll get you whatever it said. was something about karma is a bitch and so am I. Um, love it. I'm here for it. We're getting an intro video maybe next week. They didn't premiere it this week for some ungodly reason. I don't know. what. Maybe they're still editing it, whatever. I will say the opening with Dorit and the break-in gave me chills. It did. That was creepy. It actually, I felt like uncomfortable, like it was happening to me watching that. Oh, I mean, we'll get, we'll, we'll, we're going to deep dive into that in just a little bit. Um, Erica has had sex with nice people and not so nice people. Yes. Yes. What does that and, mean? Uh, what it meant was she's <laughs> just excited that that's what's happening right now. So she like she wants men to like rough her up a little bit. Like I don't. What is a not so nice? Well, man? no. I think she was just saying like you know the, the question was like have you been going on dates? And she was like no. Well, because clearly that wasn't what she was looking for at the moment. However, I I have had partners, and I think that she just followed that up with to say like nice people and not nice people. So there's no questions of why don't you want to date any of these people. Oh, I thought it was in the relation to like dirty raunchy sex. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I mean, with her, you can never tell because it's yeah. Eric and Jane. So <laughs> um, you really we, don't know. We break out the feud I never asked for. We don't want. Rinna and Sutton are going to argue over Elton John's AIDS Oscar party. So, so stupid. Like, if that's what we're arguing about, I just can't. Like, because one year Sutton invited Rinna to sit at her table. Rinna and Harry Hamlin, who's 70 years old, by the way sat at the yeah, table and didn't great. and didn't thank Sutton for it. Right. But Sutton's made it like they wouldn't have never been invited without her or like they were there because of her. False. But I would feel like that wouldn't be true because Lisa Renner's been around for quite some time. I mean, this looks like the beginning of a rough season for Sutton. For sure. Yeah. She um, I will say she didn't she wasn't well represented in this episode. Yeah, we'll we'll get there. Hold on, one more, one more, and we'll get there. Uh, so Erica and Sutton meet up. They are going to work out. They are going to try to be friends, which is funny to me. Um, Erica says that working out has helped her because she was getting wasted and ordering Taco Bell and not remembering. I mean, who hasn't been there, girl? Been yeah. there. Who when she said she woke up and found the wrappers, and the only way she knew she had it, I mean that's that standard so we have a friend who all she'll remain nameless at the moment but she (laughs) has had a rough couple months and so she's been drinking a little bit and she said she's been waking up with in and out wrappers but she doesn't remember (laughs) eating the in and out which is unfortunate because it's so delicious i mean so is this we're going to call this episode blackouts and taco bell absolutely (laughs) and everybody can relate to that um, Garcelle wants to know if Erica's going to, going to apologize. Um, I thought it was crazy that that was her first question, like, out of the shoot. Have you met like, Erica Jane? Yeah, I would have tiptoed into that. Ever apologize? Like, I don't think that's real. And I think she made it very clear that was not ever going to happen. Um, she also made it very unclear that the press hasn't cleared her of any wrongdoing, but the evidence is out there. I would like to know the evidence. I have not seen any of it, first and foremost. No, we haven't seen anything, but she was very insistent that it was there and got super mad that it was questioned. When she said, bravo, you can do your due diligence. Y'all can, like, you can figure it out, like... No, ma'am, we're paying you to be on a show to talk about this. Like, we're not going to go dig in your legal drama. Absolutely not. When she said that, I was like, what? Like, Bravo can do their due diligence. No, that's that's not what they're there for. And 
in true Garcelle fashion, Garcelle is not buying any of what Erica is selling. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we, we could have figured that. We knew that was the case. Um, okay, so now this was all prior to Dorit's break-in. So now the break-in yeah. has happened. Kyle and Sutton meet up at Kyle's old house, which Sutton used to live in, which is a weird, why, I don't know why that location was picked. Um, but this is a very, very bad scene for Sutton. She says, I've been putting out fires all day too. I mean, I wasn't held at gunpoint, but you know. Uh, yeah, it was painful. Like that, when she said that, uh, my mouth dropped open. Like I like, could not. What? Jaw dropped. Like, I don't think it was met maliciously. I think it was extremely no. tone deaf. She wasn't even thinking about the word. Like, the, there was no thought behind it at all. But, I mean, you had to sort of realize. I will also say that, like, Kyle, Erica, and Rena ran to Dorit's side and Sutton didn't. So I will say that, like, Kyle's view of things being on ground zero was not Sutton's view. However, that is not how we respond to somebody being held at gunpoint and robbed in the middle of the night. Yeah, no, I mean, I honestly, like, I don't think that she, and she did, I forgot to say, like, she released a statement saying, like, she apologized, it was insensitive, that was not the intention at all. Yeah. And I believe that to be true, but um, definitely in that moment, it was like, uh, you know, Kyle was visibly like shaken and upset and like crying. You know, she's so, so super upset. And then you turned it on about a designer you're trying to work with and all the other stuff. And it was just, it was crazy. Yeah, it was bad. Well, then she like launches into dating and how I'm Erica and I are dating different because I don't date for money. Erica needs money. I was just like, <laughs> That was nasty. It was all was like none nasty. of it aged. And I almost feel like like I feel like I do this sometimes. Like if I have a bad day, I don't realize. I mean, I always have resting bitch face, but <laughs> I sometimes no. don't realize like if I'm being super shady or super like curt with people. Yeah. So maybe she yeah. was just having one of those days. But, like well, it was I, think bad. I think Kyle's reaction to what she said would have been the thing that made me be like, oh wait. Did I say the wrong <laughs> yeah. thing? Oh, I should stop talking now. Yeah. Um, so we can deep dive into this. So Dorit, so uh, the umbrella of all of this is that the intruders didn't think she was going to be home. Yeah. However, she was clearly filming that day in the backyard. So like, don't you case the joint? Like, how do you not know? It's possible they cased it while they were out of town because they had just come back. Yeah, she'd gotten and back so, like that day, yeah. Yeah, so they possibly were like, okay, they've been gone, we'll come back tonight, not knowing she had come back that day. Yeah. I mean, the the kids are always in her bed when PK's gone, and she happened to move them so they could all get some rest. Like, I mean, it was kind of like this weird divine intervention of everything kind of lining up. Ugh. Um, she said she Thank heard that. She heard the door open and she thought it was the kids, but then she didn't hear them. So she was like, are they like discombobulated? And then she like stood up and there was an adult, adult male like in front of her. The other guy. I told, can't imagine uh, how. Yeah. Do you close your door? Like, could you imagine waking up? Yes. Oh. Could, but could you imagine like looking down your hallway and there's some man charging at you? Oh. I mean, no, I could not. No. And then the second guy was like, we just need to kill her. Uh, like, that's not an answer. No. Um, no. She said, take it all, take it all. They took her phone. This blew my mind. They left her phone by the front gate when they left. Yeah. Like, what? I don't, why would you? I. He used it as a flashlight to get out of there. You can see him like go through the driveway. And then he just like puts it down by the front gate and takes off. Yeah. Wild. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, thank God it, it ended out the way it did. 
I guess like you didn't want to take it for tracking purposes, right? But you don't want to leave it with her for 911 purposes. So at right. least getting to the front gate gives you a little bit of a leeway. Yeah, because he told her, give me 40 seconds, I'll leave it at the gate. Don't come out and get it, you know. Wild. Yeah. She was on Watch What Happens Live and she said like the hardest part about all this, like she's reliving all of it. Um, she didn't point them in the direction of like more expensive jewelry, more expensive bags, but she did say you have enough. You should get out of here before the cops show up. Like you can yeah. get away now and they're, they're gone. Like they, they have not been caught. They're not being questioned. There's nothing. There's no evidence, nothing. Yeah. And she did admit that, that, that she had not turned the alarm on. Cause that was my first question when it happened is why do you not have an alarm? But she did admit like she just, didn't turn the alarm on. I mean, I'm torn there because like we grew up with an alarm because my mom is like crazy a little bit, but you can turn like internal motion sensors, external doors and windows or all. So she could have turned on the external. I don't know. Like that was weird to me. Like, yeah, sure. You don't want your motion sensors on because the kids are going to go downstairs or whatever, but why wouldn't you at least have the external on to protect the doors and windows? I don't know. It just seemed a little odd to me. Um, That was a jam-packed episode 81. We had the New Beverly Hills. We had Jersey. So we'll wrap up Jersey next week. Um, We'll be fully into Atlanta and Beverly Hills. Um, Oh, candy's gone. So we have no candy anymore. We'll like watch some Kardashians. Anything you guys are watching, feel free to let us know. Um, Like us, rate us, follow us on Instagram, Escaping Reality, the podcast. Um, we appreciate we had another another great week in downloads. We're just creeping up there every single week. So everything you're doing, thank you so much. We appreciate it. We love the support. Um, yeah, um, we're having some internet issues last week and this week. Next week will be solved, I promise. I don't know what's happening. Zoom and internet and nothing is speaking for us currently. Um, but we will we will work it out next week for sure but um last week's downloads didn't seem to be affected by the quality um it drives me nuts so i just like just know in your heart of hearts that like it matters to me to make sure the quality is good for y'all so that will be fixed as of next week i apologize i thought the internet was working here it is clearly not um but on to episode 82 anything else demetria no thank you all again for your support any suggestions you have Please give them. I'm always looking for something new to watch. And thank you so much for always sticking with us. And have a great weekend. And bye. Bye.